Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so I believe we've got to that point where we are going to have to acknowledge Roman Reigns and the bloodline because, yes, the Usos are now the unified tag team champions. All morning I was like, how do you actually acknowledge someone? The only thing I could come up with is that you write them a letter. So, dear Roman, I just wanted to write this note to you to tell you that I love you and one day I hope we can have a hug. If you could feel it in your heart to ever respond and acknowledge me, I think I would do a backflip and even grow back my hair. Know that you are my favorite, Simon. Hello, my name is Cyber Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. And WWE did just put on an episode of SmackDown. But just because there was a winner in that big unification tag team title match doesn't mean it was good. It doesn't mean it was bad. We only find out when we take the finger of power and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down. And for all you negative Nancy's out there, it's like, it's just a review show. Yeah, it is. Deal with it. <laughs> Right, I have a brand new game for ups and downs because we do have a lot of fun. But seriously, after The Undertaker has retired, I think Roman Reigns went, I would now like to be the guy that has a really, really, really long entrance. What I did is as soon as the Bloodlines music started, I hit start on my stopwatch and I timed it. I'm going to do this a lot because I'm a very sad individual, if you can believe it. This week, it was four, (laughs) four minutes long. I've had sexual encounters that didn't last that long. Ah, I shouldn't have said. Rewind. I didn't say nothing. Reigns then, of course, did his whole acknowledge me stuff. But tonight he wants everyone to acknowledge the Usos too. Because they're in the main event. And honestly, this must have been like Christmas and their birthdays together. They were so excited. We then gave the microphone to Paul Heyman. Who basically said, Bruno Sammartino, John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar, so on and so on. None of them are as good as our tribal chief. Oh, we love you, Roman Reigns. And yes, he all so said The Rock. Here we go. Point is, he's now the greatest and Jimmy and Jay can become the greatest ever tag team if they do indeed win the unification tag team title match. It is that simple until Paul also went. And if you don't, you ain't allowed to come back to the island of relevancy. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Heyman did also throw in there the whole, it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. And he rarely says that unless that is going to be the way how things turn out. And then Roman basically turned around and said, yeah, you better do this. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you because, of course, he is a sociopath. He also gat the shit out of them because he went on to say, my expectations are only so high 
because I love you so much. So honestly, if you are affiliated with Reigns in any way, I would back off right now. We also saw Sami Zayn watching this on a monitor backstage and he was wearing a Bloodline t-shirt, so we're going to carry this on. And sure, it was like every other SmackDown intro we've ever seen. I thought it set up the main event nicely. It certainly got me intrigued. Give it up. And then it was Sami Zayn who was still wearing that shirt, like when you're in school and you're desperate to be like the cool kids, so you dress like them before you realize it didn't work at all, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. And of course it was great. These two have good chemistry. It really did make me laugh though, because don't forget we were doing this match because last week Sami and Shinsuke had bumped into each other. Nakamura had gone, <laughs> so now they want to fight. However, a month or so ago, Roman Reigns had kicked the crap out of Shinsuke Nakamura and all he did was a promo saying, oh, I'm going to come get you eventually. I mean, honestly, sometimes the disparity in WWE is crazy. Nakamura was also all over Sammy until he pulled him by his hair. I want to be that guy. But in a few seconds, they were tussling on the top. Now, a few weeks ago, I spied this coming. I was like, there's a new trend in wrestling and these two wrestlers just balancing on the top rope. So we were doing it again and across both SmackDown, Raw and Rampage and Dynamite. It's flipping everywhere. It's like a disease. Shinsuke was able to win that battle, but still got thrown out the ring. But then he got back in the squared circle and boop, he hit that sliding German suplex thing. That is a very cool move. He wanted to hit the Kinsasha too, but of course, Sammy Bale, which is his brand new finishing move. But actually, that then turned around and Nakamura almost got counted out. But he got back in at about 9.9999. And then even though they had got back in the ring, about eight seconds later, they were brawling on the outside again. This is though that we could tease one last count out. And when Sammy Zayn got back in there, he got Kinsasha right in the face. Of course, he lost because he never wins. But like I say, very good match. Very entertaining. Getting it up. Happy Corbin then destroyed the on. Andre the Giant Trophy. Yeah, that'll do it. I think it was meant to be a happy talk segment, even though he didn't have any guests. And yeah, he was like, Mad Cat Boss has thrown away a good opportunity. He could have been everything, but he left me. And then he got out of the ring, he saw the trophy, and he smashed it up. Now you can say what you want about how we use the stuff, but as soon as he had done this, every single person in the crowd went, oh yeah, and made this stupid reaction with their faces, so it must have worked. And never forget, that's all professional wrestling is. If you get your audience to go, oh no, I can't believe it, you done something right. Corbin also referenced the big bad wolf jibes here and said, oh yeah, well look what I did. I huffed and I puffed and I blew Mad Cat Moss down. And WWE really has not thought this one out because I am totally in the corner of Happy Corbin. Because as you may have noticed, I don't have any hair. So now I feel like us bald a-holes have to stick together. It still works, however, and it is a very good lesson for all of professional wrestling. Sometimes just keep things nice and simple. There's also a rumor that when Madcap does come back to SmackDown, he's going to have a brand new character. This is also smart. I enjoy it every single week. Gunther was then here. And he destroyed Drew Gulak for the second time. Now it's hard to criticise this too much because these two do do a squash match very well. But aside from setting up our next feud, which now I've said it out loud I guess was the point, I did kind of go, oh my gosh, we've gone back to the future. Because yes, after he had chopped Drew down and hit the powerbomb for the 1-2-3, he put him in a Boston Crab when somebody was going to have to make the save and it was our Intercontinental Champion Ricochet. And I was pointing at him going, Rick, this is your fault to begin with because seven days ago, you went around Drew Gulak up. So quite clearly, we are going to do Gunther versus Ricochet. 
so goodbye Ricochet's title reign. There is no way he is going to win. Given that ever since he has won this belt, he has barely done anything with it. I don't think it's been defended on pay-per-view since WrestleMania last year. So honestly, if you've been a fan of this, I would say your goodbyes now. Team name aside though, Gunther is still great. Like mucking around with his name doesn't change that. So if we do give him this championship and actually push him in the way he needs to be pushed, well, this may all be brilliant. We wait and see. Oh. LA Knight was then on SmackDown proper and his new name is Max Dupree. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. It is really silly because I should never be able to go LA Knight is now Max Dupree. But let's face it, in a few weeks we won't care anyway. But also, it means I get to use my WWE name. So take Simon Miller, throw it in the fire. I am Derek Manpower. He was also chatting to Adam Pearce saying he's now got a contract on SmackDown and he wants to form a group of models that could both go to the Paris Fashion Week but also main event WrestleMania. And I honestly did this with my face for about an hour because I was like, did you just pull that out of a hat? make any sense. Adam acted all confused because he had no idea what was going on but as it turned out it was Sonya Deville that had signed him to a deal but even though she's out of power he is still going to do this and they kind of mucked around with his last name for a little while and if we just give this time I think it will work. So don't throw it out the door within three weeks. Allow it to build, allow it to grow, allow it to evolve. We don't have enough groups in WWE. I'm going to be silently confident about this. Also terrifying. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Okay, bro then told us that they shall win the Unified Tag Team Championships later. Max and they had said the other ones. Oh man, I think we're going to lose. You'd hate that. When Shotzi and Aaliyah got into it again, and honestly, it was the same conversation as last week. Shotzi was like, man, I should have taken on Ronda Rousey. When Aaliyah just walked in and said, well, you locked me in my locker room, you absolute asshole. The difference this time, however, is that Raquel Rodriguez got involved, because of course she had the challenge last week, and Shotzi went crazy here and basically looked up at her and said, you know what, I think you are absolutely useless. Surprise, surprise, Raquel said, well, let's have a match. And that was a little bit weird, because to me, I thought it made much more sense to do a Shotzi versus Aaliyah feud. However, I will say this. We did indeed do Raquel Rodriguez versus Shotzi. And while I'll never get my head around the fact we took away Shotzi's tank and turned to heel because we shouldn't have done it, I actually quite like how we're using Raquel Rodriguez at the moment. So once again, I'm getting a little bit excited. The whole idea, of course, was to give Raquel a win because she did lose seven days ago. And she basically destroyed Shotzi here before she gave her the one-arm powerbomb and got the one, two, three. And the secret best bit is at one point we were in backstage and a bunch of people were watching this, including Xia Lee, who in storyline is the laziest wrestler ever. Sometimes I turn up, sometimes I can't be bothered. So hopefully what we can do here is take all of these individuals and give them proper plans, because I'm actually warming towards all of them. But of course you have to utilize them, otherwise they vanish into the abyss. However, there is one down to this, and I admit to you I'm going to be petty, but it just broke through my armor today and it really annoyed me. Because after Raquel and Shotzi had got into it backstage, Rodriguez did her entrance and she could not have been smiling more. I mean, it was honestly like this. We just have to stop this because it feels like the two segments aren't connected. They have literally just had a row. I don't know about you, if I row with someone, I don't walk down the street going, oh man, I love having an argument. It just, why is she smiling all the time anyway? She should smile when she's happy, but when somebody just pissed her off, she should be mean. I mean, look at her, she's pretty tough. The problem is when you don't do that, everybody comes across like robots and emotion is the most important part of professional wrestling. So I am giving it a down. I know, being a silly bean. Sometimes I just want to be a bean. Xavier Woods was then here and told us that Kofi Kingston is away for a week, but that's why he wants a proper one-on-one contest with Butch so they can prove who is the better man. Now, admittedly, we have done this around about 67,892 times. What are you going to do? Saying that, we did kind of do this here, because again, Kofi wasn't on the show, and after Sheamus and Ridge Holland had pumped Butch up, it was quite literally Butch versus Xavier Woods with not much interference and not much shenanigans. I expected a count-out, or I expected a disqualification. Didn't get any of it. I also think at one point, WWE said Sheamus' new group is called the Brawling Brutes, so I look forward to seeing them on kids' TV very soon. The best thing about this is I don't think it could have gone longer than four minutes, <laughs> which means Roman's entrance took longer. I think they knew this, though, because they went nuts instantly, including this really cool sliding drop kick by Xavier Woods. And when Butch was on the offense, if he decided, well, I got a forearm, it's going to punch you right in the face. He did this multiple times, but you always knew this was going to come down to one thing. The most devastating move in all the sports entertainment. The backwards got the one, two, three. It also came out of nowhere. Nobody can stop it. Xavier remains a hero for doing this. 
and you can already figure out the aftermath. Butch did run away at first, but then he came back and he beat the living crap out of Mr. Woods as Seamus and Ridge Holland joined in. So this feud must continue, but we really do have to add something extra into it. I said this out loud and I think WWE heard me because then Xavier was backstage and said, yeah, this feud <laughs> needs something extra and Big E ain't going to be ready. So next week we're going to have a six man tag and we found a mystery partner. So now we can have some fun and start to speculate. Like, could it be a returning Cesaro? Or more than likely, will it be Drew McIntyre who now needs something to do because we've hit the postpone button on his feud with Roman Reigns. But never forget, you're allowed to fantasy book. You're allowed to go crazy. You're allowed to go, oh, maybe it's Doink the Clown. Too many crazies on the internet. Like, what a stupid opinion. Stupid opinions are what make the world go round. Now I'm giving this an up. Mostly... Now I want to know who it's going to be. Then things got a little bit uncomfortable, didn't they? Because the camera settled on Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, although I don't think Pat knew anything about this because he didn't say a word, but Michael told us when it comes to everything between Sasha Banks and Naomi, they've been suspended indefinitely. Now it's hard to comment because we don't know the details and this is not a story in the sense that all their merchandise were also pulled off wweshop.com but look, you can look at it from both ways. Understandably, WWE would be annoyed about this because it's a breach of contract and they don't want all their wrestlers doing this because it would cause a problem but on the other, there's every chance that Naomi and Sasha Banks were totally in their right to do this because they were given a stupid idea or they were mucked around or they were given bad creative. Again, it's all speculation at the moment moment so it's really hard to know what to say. The one thing I do want to get across is that Cole said millions of WWE fans were disappointed about this. I was like, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed at all. It's just a rift at work that happens to make huge waves because of course they are celebrities and the only thing I really care about is that everybody is okay and everybody is happy. I know that sounds cheesy and stupid but these are human beings we're talking about and their well-being is what matters most to me. Let's not pretend this is anything new either. So many people on the internet going, oh, I can't believe it. When Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out in 2002, The Rock came to the ring and basically said, throw him in the floor. Throw him out the window. He is the worst person ever and he's dead. In terms of the women's tag team titles, we're also going to have a tournament to crown some new ones. And honestly, if I was in a women's tag team, I wouldn't go anywhere near that because those two belts are cursed. Everybody who holds them, bad stuff is just around the corner. But once again, just to underline it, let's just hope we get back to position Everything is smooth, everything is friendly. I just think that's better when it comes to this grand thing called life. And then we actually did it. Yep, I was stunned. We got to our main event, which was RK Bro versus the Usos for the Unified Tag Team Championships, and we got a definite winner. And for about an hour, doing this? Like, my gosh. WWE didn't screw us over. What has happened? Thank goodness we did do this too because it was so clear that every single person in the venue was here to see what the flub we were going to do. And if we had pulled something out of our asses, I genuinely think a lot of people would have been upset. Somehow this also worked to get RK Bro even more over because we just love them so much. And seriously, now that we've got to the end of it, you'd have to imagine that WWE are planning not only a Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns match, but also one with Riddle because we planted the seeds here. Also, <laughs> when Orton got that hot tag and he hit the draping DDT, everybody lost their minds. I thought about this. I was like, is he the most over wrestler in the world right now? There's an argument to say that he is. The story of this too was that Riddle hurt his knee early on. Even the doctors came out to check on him. So it was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But it turned out he was okay. And honestly, later on when Randy hit the RKO, this was the closest three count ever 
Jimmy or Jay, sometimes getting confused, broke it up at like 2.999. Michael Cole also updated us and said, oh man, we think Riddle has a bruised hip. And while I'm sure that is a horrible injury, when you hear it, it's like, well, that doesn't sound like a big deal at all. And then before long, Jay and Riddle were tussling on the top. So that's all I'm going to say because we've already got into it. And at this point, Paul Heyman decided to distract the referee. And when the official wasn't looking, who came out of the crowd? It was none other than Roman Reigns. He helped his cousin. Riddle fell to the floor. Jay was unable to hit the big splash. And the ref went one. And the ref went two. And the ref went three. He didn't do it like that. He's not some kind of weird machine. But his three did hit the canvas, which meant the Usos have now won all the gold. So surely this sets up all those matches we've already mentioned because Roman just dicked them around. And afterwards, good grief, we killed them because not only we just smashed them up, but we put Riddle on the announce table and the Usos did a big splash through it. So that was that. He was dead and Smackdown went off air with Roman going, ha 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 ha, I did it. I enjoyed all of this though, especially because we did get a finish. And now I want to see, conductor hands, what we are going to do next week. I mean, hopefully we do have a plan here and we ain't just going to guess and I'm giving it up. Which brings us to the end of another episode of WWE Smackdown. And while it is honestly revolving around one thing, that one thing is pretty good. And let's hope we move Sami Zayn into all of this properly soon, because that would make it even better still. Up. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 